Hello all, it's Thomas here from Strom Down Under. We're doing another episode of the Stromcast. Introduce yourselves. <laughs> Thank you very much, Thomas. Uh, my name's Richard Foster. I'm the owner of Strom, um, Strom OG, I think it's starting to become, uh, because there's, there's a little gaggle of us now, Strom Island, Strom Down Under, Strom UK. Um, if you are a retailer in a country that we don't have a Strom in, maybe speak to me if you're not retarded um and thank you very much for inviting me on today awesome and as thomas said my name's logan uh been on here a few times so most people know my background uh ex-martial artist current bodybuilder uh and general enthusiast around everything to do with health and fitness uh throughout new zealand and you've got a show in six weeks we can officially say yes six weeks yes i do yeah <laughs> so you currently feel terrible i feel surprisingly okay <laughs> today i feel I, I said to thomas i i need something to wake me up in the morning now but um i'm feeling okay and yeah and very very happy with how i'm looking as well which is the main thing i guess what we'll probably do, because we'll go for a tighter podcast this time, uh, I'm going to hand over to Logan for most of it, and he's going to ask a little bit about basically whatever people want to know about Strom OG, let's call it Strom OG's background and all of that, um, and so that we can get that done for everyone in New Zealand. Awesome. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Yeah, so I guess where I wanted to start was just a general background on yourself, kind of where you started what transition when you transitioned into where you're at now um and what made you decide to kind of start strong that would be my sure. my uh, um, person yeah despite appearances i'm not actually super super comfortable waffling on about myself um because a lot of it feels like it's in such such a long time in the past so much has happened in the last few years but i um i was the fat kid at school right not not super fat but i, I was fat and a bit a bit bigger than most um i was i was six foot when i was 13 um and i'm six foot now so i thought i was gonna be a lot bigger than i was but i wasn't um and i started training um at 15 i think as a, the result of a breakup with a girl because that's kind of what you do right um and i think i think within three months i was using an ephedrine based fat burner and trying to get away with eating only one meal a day of just chicken. Um, and I dropped about five stone in, in like six months because 15 years old and not a lot else to do. Um, and uh, I became fascinated with, with, with supplementation, with, with, with drugs, with the idea that you could change um, your physique, your capabilities, everything. Um, through that kind of combination of work, drugs and, and supplements. And I think from that early days, from that early day, that fascination with supplements was there. You know, I, I remember going into the gym and there was a bloke. He was, a he was in my head, he was cool. I, I probably wouldn't think he was cool now, but he had a big moustache. He had like a proper brush cut. Um, and he used to wear, you know, like the 90s Lycra jumpsuit with the codpiece thing. Um, he, he was a muscly little dude. Um and I was always asking him about the various supplements. He used to sell Superdrol and various other things behind the counter as test boosters. Like, really, he didn't have a clue. He was just exactly what you expect in a meathead gym. God, 
oh, it's 20 years ago now. Um, but I always enjoyed that. I then got into kayaking, uh, whitewater kayaking in a big way. Um, I competed at a national level in that. And then I dislocated my shoulder and refocused back on the gym um, and found that I was actually, I guess, as a early 20s something that was fairly well built, uh, I found that I was quite good at, at strong. Oh, oh, I felt I was quite good at strongman. I certainly enjoyed it. So I competed yeah. in probably 17 or 18 strongman competitions. I did Britain's junior strongest man, Wales strongest man. And I learned very quickly that I was um, uh, not naturally gifted at it. Um, me and my friend Badger started competing at the same time. Badger was completely natural. I was full of everything. I, I felt if I read enough and I read enough research papers and I, I dug into enough threads on old forums, I could find the right combination of drugs and supplements and that would make me better than everyone. And actually, my friend Badger, who was natural and lived off um, cheese rolls, beat me at every single competition we ever did. In the end, he went all the way to compete at World's Strongest Man um, and actually came second at the World's Strongest Man Tour Finals. So he had that thing that you can't buy, which is talent. Um, and it still amazes me about the supplement industry because I speak to people every day that think that there's this magic formula, right? Um, I love motorbikes. I love riding a motorbike. Never do I watch the MotoGP and go, you know what? Maybe if I just have the right bits on my bike, I can go as fast as those guys because I know they've got this this talent that they they just they were born with. They got on a bike at three and they were just good on it. But with this, I think because it's a physical thing, we we kind of think that maybe maybe there's this combination of something, right? Um, so we did the strongman thing. Um, I was then diagnosed with degenerative disc syndrome um, at the age of 24 after a series of really, really bad back issues where I'd, um, I'd, I'd done the whole collapse on the floor thing and piss your pants and all that stuff. And at 24, that stuff's quite scary. Uh, 24, 25. Um, but I decided, no, I can find the right combination. Guess what? Of drugs and supplements to fix this. Um, but on that occasion, I was quite successful. Um, I have no issues at all. Uh, I had a follow-up MRI three years later, and they're like, oh, the first MRI must have been wrong. So, well, also, the pain has all gone, so maybe. Um, so that was a combination of, um, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, uh, like a traction uh, decompression chair, um, equipoise, which has is, is got some benefits to collagen synthesis, uh, collagen supplementation, vitamin C, glucosamine, growth hormone, BPC-157, TB-500, which were like super niche research peptides back then. This is 10 years ago. Um, Selnac, I think. No, not Selnac. There's something else that's for collagen synthesis. And that became my little pet project for three years. And um, that was the thing where I found that drugs and supplements can do really incredible yeah. things. Just not in terms of me as a sports person, because I'm not naturally particularly good at any sport. Um, yeah. Then competed in bodybuilding. Um I remember, again, you know, drugs and supplements became the big focus with that. Um, and, and, and food and training really is the big focus with that. And when you get that right, the drugs and supplements are phenomenal. But what I what I always enjoyed with bodybuilding, and, and you'll be there right now, when you're six weeks out, by fuck do you notice the physiological effects of supplements? Yeah. Your, your body is so primed and so ready that you really notice these quite often i'll get people who i know are not in tune with their body they're not aware of what they take they're not aware of their diet they're not consistent with any of those things and they'll say oh do you want me to trial anything for you bro 
Absolutely not. You don't fucking know what you've had for breakfast, let alone what your body's doing. But when you're six weeks out, you've been super consistent for probably 12 weeks. You can take you know a different workout and, and, and you'll be able to tell me exactly in, in many shades of detail how that product felt, what it did for you, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, and uh, it, it's something I think everyone should experience at least once. Everyone should should push themselves to that point at least once in their life. You learn a lot about yourself. Um, did bodybuilding, wasn't very good at bodybuilding. I'm quite good at building muscle. I, I always found that quite easy, getting lean. It's not that I can't do it. I've done it plenty of times. Um, I thoroughly hate it. No part of yeah. me enjoy getting lean. Um, but around that time, I really struggled uh, to find supplements that were suited for performance-enhancing drug users. And I had uh, like a flight case that had all my PEDs in one side and my health supplements on the other side. And it was like this big list. I need to take this. I need to take that. I need to. Basically, what's in Support Max was what was in my case, with the exception of citrus bergamot, because Dave Crossland added that. Um, and uh, it just seemed to me that this is something that maybe would make sense if it was all in one. Economies of scale would work a shitload cheaper. Um, I was well aware that I didn't have the pull. Uh, to pull something like that off. I was quite well known on forums. I was always there to give out advice on drugs and supplements and stuff. And, you know, I felt that was, that's the equivalent of being a, a Facebook group moderator now, I guess. Um, yeah. But I was I was fairly friendly with Dave Crossland at the time. We became much better friends over time. Um, but I said, look, I've got this product I want to bring out. Are you happy to endorse it? And he said, well, only if I'm happy with the formula and only if I can see all the traceability and the manufacturing specs and make sure that it's produced to, to a good standard. I was like, that's, that's fair. He wanted to increase the Tudka to 500 milligrams, and we didn't do that because I was very insistent that the product had to cost less than a bottle of Tren, um, which it does in this country. Um, and I was also super conscious that there's a synergy between NAC and Tudka that isn't often spoken about, but in terms of bringing yeah. down liver enzymes, a gram of NAC plus 250 milligrams of Tudka is far more effective than people realize. Um, and then Dave added in citrus bergamot because I, I'm happy to admit that at the time that was something I was relatively unaware of. We're going back kind of seven, eight years now. Um, and uh, and that product ended up, so I was quite friendly with um, Ben Chow. I'm still very friendly with Ben Chow, actually. He's just, probably can't say this, but no one listens to our podcast anyway, so it's fine. I've just sent him 10 bottles of Pete Max for three athletes for the Olympia. Um, those athletes are all sponsored, so they can't say anything about it. But just as a as a bodybuilding geek, right? That gets me excited. That's I know that two athletes that were on the Olympia stage used it last year. That's that's so cool. I, you know what I can say? I used it last year. Um, and be in mind that I had a hernia and had issues for for that prep. But that was probably the best peaking product I've ever used by far. You know, at the risk of, of uh, blowing my own trumpet, it's so good. It's, yeah. but it but it's made out of. I've I've worked with athletes for. 10 years now i've run shows for four years um it, it just works and it's so much safer than the things people were doing um yeah. you know i'm not saying that some of these top level athletes maybe don't do it in combination with the other stuff but it's it's most people use it on its own which is the way i prefer it be used but so support max um ben chow bought 10 bottles and split them between him and luke sandow and then jordan peters came on their podcast and said publicly that he was using it. And James Hollingshead went, oh, I'm using that as well. And I've just had my blood work back and it's the best I've ever had. And honestly, 
every time I speak to James, I remind him that he made Strom, and he always says, did I fuck it? Like, you've done it for 10 years. But that one podcast at the time probably had a circulation of twenty or 30,000 listeners in the UK, and that synergy of Luke Sandow, James Hollingshead, and JP all sitting there going, oh, yeah. No, we all use that, and all of our blood work's fantastic. Um, it just, it, it, I think it sold out within half an hour of that episode going live, and then we got another batch in, and it sold out within two hours. And that cycle repeated for nearly a year until I could get my cash flow to a point where I could afford to keep it in stock. And that allowed us to do everything. Like, that, that was the one moment where just the stars aligned and you couldn't repeat it. Um, and since then, we've yeah. always been, you know what? Let's just make shit that people like JP, because we're still friends with JP, people like Hollingshead, proper bodybuilders, actually need. And, and you know what? If there's not a lot of money in it, like... Um, like support max joint, like financially, I might as well almost not bother making it, but it's absolutely fantastic. And because it's they fantastic, buy that, and maybe they buy a pre-workout at the same time that I do, you know, full disclosure, we make good money on pre-workouts. Everyone in the industry does. And, and anyone yeah. who's got half a mind about them knows, knows that's the case, right? We used to make money on creatine, but that's, that's a different story now. Um, but that's, that's pretty much how we got to where we are now. It just snowballed from there. And, and and sitting here being asked to run through it um i it's very surreal it's when would you say that that one podcast is what kind of started your relationships with like jp and because i know you like distribute a lot of his products now and yeah I, so the, I mean yeah the jp the jp thing um me and jp used to chat a little bit um the thing is jp public persona now is very different to what it used to be he's always been extremely knowledgeable but he used to be the you've just got to take fucking loads of gear and get on with it guy um yeah. and that was the guy that i followed because i was the guy who wanted someone to tell him that to justify doing exactly that and then jp's become much more moderate as he's as he's got older probably through experience right yeah um we stock jp stuff because it's decent we stock it because there's a certain following that they, they just want it i do I've said to JP, a lot of it is there's a lot of crossover with Strom, except you'll pay a little bit more for the JP stuff. I know in terms of manufacturing, a lot of our stuff is made in the same places. Um, mm. You know, so so we're, we're we're exactly the same quality-wise, pretty much across the board. Um, so I'm quite happy to sell JP stuff. Um, I think in terms of stocking it, um, he agreed to come and support something that I was doing, and I said, well, you know what, let's get some of your stock in and. And see how it goes and it, it sells okay so we sell supplement needs and jp um and hr labs they all go pretty consistently and i think all of those guys are are, are trying to get to the same end point you know yeah yeah and, w and would you f i know it's probably hard to say and envision yourself like this but would you feel like you're the pioneer for this in, in british bodybuilding or in britain so um we did it first. Um, I'm, I'm being very careful with my words here because I know that Dean will correct me if and when he hears this. We did it first. Dean came to see me at um, at Body Power 2018 where Support Max was there and we had Luke on the stand and he was very complimentary and said, fair play, you've done well. And at the time, Dean used to sell the sleep stack but has six different pots. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of just, a, I recommend these products taken together. Um but us and supplement needs have kind of been there together going along and um i've tried to make kind of product stacks that i think have utility and, and, and have that balance between 
uh, effectiveness, efficaciousness, performance, and practical real-world experience. And I think Dean goes into the, the slightly more niche, very specialized product market. And then JP, yeah. he's, he's, he's more of a newcomer. Um, you know, JP used to use a lot of our stuff, a lot of stuff that needs stuff. Um, and, uh, I mean, they're, they're huge now. They're absolutely massive. Um, I could probably, yeah, I could probably chip in just a tiny bit on the supplement things. The way I always viewed Strom and like watching from a while, uh, is it was the first to come to tackle neat, like specific mechanisms in a very good way. So things, so, uh, even just support max joint which is a fuck-all-profit product, but using hydrokirk, I was looking for a hydrokirk joint product all over the place. It's really hard to find them. I only know of one other... Like, there's an American company that uses it, and we used to stock those first, but it was dosing nowhere near as good as Spormax joint. So it's kind of like Strom always stood out in that regard of tackling the product problem and actually solving it in that regard um yeah there's certain categories we definitely did first neuro was was something we did before anyone the kind of combined on there were products that were advertised as on cycle supports previously but there was nothing that actually did the job it was supposed to do peak max hydromax is definitely something that we did before and i know you can say hydro hydration products have existed before but hydromax is made for people that are using clen and taking dbol it just happens to also be a really good hydration product um yeah we were the first people to use velocitol in europe in a protein there's a lot of stuff we did first um but that's always been because i think one of the benefits of being a retailer same as thomas is a retailer is that if there was a product that i wanted and it existed i'd just buy that product we just we just sell that thing we don't do a fat burner we sell two really good ones um yeah so everything we've done has been when there's been a gap or something I need. A lot of the stuff we've done has been stuff I need. I've no doubt I'll bring out something, uh, some kind of intra workout for, for jiu-jitsu at some point in the next year because I'm already playing around with combinations. Yeah. And now if you're thinking like you fast forward to today, because I, I spoke to Thomas about this and I felt like Strom in the last year has grown a lot. Um especially just your product range what what made you or what gave you the ability to grow so fast in the last kind of couple of years because there's a lot more new products like even that, um that's a that's still, a business yeah. thing really right um it's just cash flow yeah it, it is like every time you launch a product depending on the product but realistically, to do it properly, you need 30 grand to 50 grand, depending on the product. Maybe 20 if it's a single ingredient. In fact, if it's a single ingredient product, you might get away with doing it for, for half of that. But let's say 30 grand. Three years ago, 30 grand would be a huge amount of money to us. It would be a year's profits. Mm. Whereas, whereas now we can, we can do that as often as we need to because of the, the, the volumes and the scales we've done. Probably what's not always understood, especially by customers in New Zealand, is the amount of volume you shift all throughout Europe. Like how many retail stores actually stock Strom that you might not see on social media and stuff like that, but there's a lot of volume there. Yeah, I mean, um, in terms of numbers, I think we sold uh, 50,000 
items last year. Jeez, yeah. Which is, you know what? It's it's nowhere near what a Redcon does. With Redcon, though, it's not becoming cool anymore. Like, Tom would probably agree, the stuff that's becoming cool is, like, Revive and Strom and Trained Rage JP oh, and... 166,000 products last year. Jeez. I was completely yeah. wrong. That was the year before. I'm looking forward to coming over there and solving your analytics, Richard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do analytics. We, we don't do any advertising. We don't do any analytics. I don't do any of that. Uh, I've always just relied on, we'll just make the best shit and it'll be fine. Um, and I'm often told by people, and then I get I get people coming to me, marketing firms, going, we can generate you loads more business. I, I don't know how to cope with more business. Like, There's only so much product you can push out if you follow your... If you'd said to me, I've got an extra half a million pounds worth of business for you tomorrow, I'd have to say no because I couldn't do that and maintain the current quality control streams that we have in place. I might say, if you give me three months, I'll work it out. Mm. It's, it's funny you say that. Maybe it's a UK thing because um, I worked for a company called Mountain Warehouse, which obviously you would know yep. in the UK, and they have never done advertising in their life the owner is very against it um and yet they're the number one outdoor retailer in the world yeah. like they yeah. have more stores like, than... i'm gonna leave at a festival mountain warehouse is where i go yeah so maybe it's a uk thing i would say because for me it's it's just word of mouth like uh when i i ran half the country in new zealand for mountain warehouse looking after the north island and by the time i left we opened six new stores and that was then Within a year, I would, you know, we're neither me nor JP really do any advertising or analytics or any of that. Um, yeah, yeah. I one one of the issues we have at the moment is a staffing issue. Um, we uh, we've tried. I mean, this isn't particularly relevant to the podcast. I I find kids, apprentices, that kind of thing, very difficult to work with these days. They've got absolutely no go in them whatsoever. Um, but then finding. Finding people in their thirties who want to settle down to a career of packing boxes is quite tricky. Yeah, yeah, you you get that every even New Zealand is the same as. Uh... I I put an extreme amount of effort into training everyone that we have, and uh, it's not always paid off. But uh, in the cases of guys like Sean, who everyone in New Zealand, much like Evelina, if Sean didn't exist, like as a person the business just would not really work the way it does because he is yeah, willing we would, we would to employ two yeah. people and I'd need to supervise them to, to match up to one Evelina and it wouldn't be as and, efficient. And people underestimate the simple thing of packing a box well, like packing a box, yeah. putting the right things in it. It's, it's huge for the business when you're doing massive volume, mistakes happen so easily. And so finding people that are detail oriented that can scale from in one day they could be packing boxes but then also managing your accounting and other like all sorts of high level business activities that's a, a, amazing like yeah 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 well we're look i go by the time this goes out we might not i'm hoping to get Azza from raised by the wolves back oh, um cool. so as a as a was part-time with us and he said hey look i need full time or i'm gonna have to start looking for other jobs and i was like bro you do what's right for you because I didn't want to pay him full time because I figured he'd be all right. And then he was like, seriously, bro. And then uh, he got another job. And I was like, hey, you're a dick. Don't leave. And he was like, well, I've literally got another job. Um, but I don't think it's going as well as he'd hoped. So I need to get him back and accept that I should have just paid him what he asked for in the first place. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you have to bite the bullet and just, just do it because it pays you off in the long and run. We've got a Thomas 
next month, um, we'll find out if he's, you know, competent. <laughs> we'll see. Um, going back to, because I watch a lot of Dave Crossland stuff, how did, would that relationship, that start purely through kind of the online forums like Brutal Muscle and stuff like that, we, or is it... Fr- we used to talk on the forums. Um, I actually got Dave involved with Brutal Muscle. Um, so I... Uh, Ben and there's a wicked video from Brutal Muscle of me, Ben, uh, Luke and Josh training legs at Strength Asylum. Um, so I I actually met, Dave was doing a seminar near where I lived. And the seminar was basically on, um, if you want to be massive, you need to take five grams of gear and just fucking suck it up. Um, and Dave was so big at the time. Like people who meet him now, they just, you can't comprehend comprehend how big that man was like he was was he like 380 or something he said three, he probably, 380 he made 400 pounds he was probably about 360 pounds when he came to stay at mine so basically he he posted on facebook that he was looking for somewhere to stay uh oh no he posted that he was down did anyone know who i didn't stay and i just basically said why don't you just stay at mine and he was like oh if you want and to be fair um I'm amazed he didn't just turn up and go fuck this because I lived in a tiny little semi-detached house at the time, but um, I didn't I didn't realise quite how well healed Mr. Crossland was. Um, but he came and he stayed over for the night, and uh, I spent about an hour telling him about how peptides were going to change his life, um, and he told me that I was an idiot uh, and they were a waste of time, and we've been friends ever since. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's very. Um... I think when you look at, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, as long yeah. as, as long as he feels you're worth his time. Yeah, I, I feel like nowadays because people don't see. I guess maybe video footage wasn't around of what he used to look like because you see him now. People... DVDs, under construction, <laughs> the freak one and two. I've got the DVDs somewhere, but I don't have a DVD player. Um, but I think you can buy them online for a digital download, or, or you can probably. Oh, yeah stream them somewhere or whatever the second one is is a hard watch because it's just dave making himself ill and probably giving himself a lot of the issues that he's got now but the first one's fantastic yeah interesting interesting um so then if we go back to and i think we we touched on this off offline and some of the supplements that you're coming out with now thrombo max is an interesting one um and you know i even i actually i'll touch on a couple like i've used support max joint i tore my mcl earlier this year that was the only thing i implemented my knee is a hundred percent like i have no pain and it was to the point where i couldn't even walk upstairs that's how painful my knee was i added that in and going okay it works very well um but that's just a side topic but from bumax what because i feel like a lot of companies now are coming out with products very similar to that with similar panels well, it's, 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 I mean, this is the Strom effect and it's difficult to say it without sounding like an arrogant cock, but it, it's a thing that happens when we do things. Um, Thrombo Max, Thomas will attest to this, was made because I was convinced that I'd given myself a blood clot in my brain. Yeah. And I hadn't. Um, I had a completely unrelated heart thing that ended up being to do with the C word that we probably can't say without getting demonetized or whatever they do. Um <laughs> But I spent like three or four days convinced that I'd had a blood clot. And then effectively 
decided what I would put in a product for that, bought all of the things separately and started taking them religiously until my blood work came back and showed that it, I didn't have a blood clot at all. Um, but then I kind of struck upon like, well, I've always suffered with high hematocrit. This is probably just a sensible thing for me to take. As naturally slightly fat white man, um, I am predisposed to blood clots, strokes, all those kind of things. That's you know, It wouldn't be a shock if that's what got me. Um, mm. So Thrombomax, we've got that. We've also got the Pisogenol, which will sadly be changing to French, uh, just, a, just a normal pine bark extract soon. Um, but we've got one more back for the Pisogenol in, just because of the cost. Pisogenols, yeah. Thomas has a full-on, he ironically has a hard-on for Pisogenol. Um, but it's also got some cool nootropic effects. Uh, actually, I just like it because it. we've got research. It's one of those KCM ashwagandha things. Um, but our nice supplement code, Pine Bark, is just a Pine Bark. Um, it works. Yeah, it, like it works. Yeah, no, that, and you know what? That's actually the product that convinced me that I'm I'm happy to change to just a regular pine bark. And me and Thomas need to really dig into this trademarked versus patented versus generic thing at some point because patented quite often does mean better. Trademark means trademarked, and that's not the same. Yeah. Um, uh, but the one octocosanol, the one octocosanol in Thrombomax, almost no one really knows what it's for. If you go on the Thrombication website, there's a document there. That, that talks about what it's for, but it improves uh, arterial wall flexibility, which is kind of a marker of arterial age. It's also got some really cool data around improving hand-eye coordination. Interesting. Yeah. Which I really like. Um, you know, kind of reaction time. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's quite niche. It's the, I think there's only one study that I was taken from, but it can't hurt me because I'm, you know, useless at yeah. anything involving hands and eyes and things. Um but yeah, nearly every product we've got has been made because I wanted it myself at some point, um, which is why we've got a lot of stuff that's maybe a little bit outside of the norm. Mm. Yeah, it, it definitely, um, like when I look at your product formulations, they are different to everyone. But if you look at what came out when I thought I had a heart problem, which I didn't, I didn't have a heart problem at all, but we did in very short order, Lipid Max, Keolic Garlic, artichoke extract thrombomax all almost about the same time because i was convinced that i needed them and i didn't in the end but actually they've all products that have merit and are useful and i now i now take pretty consistently but that's that's what we've always done and and i feel like um jp seems to be very similar in his approach or at least he says that the reason he brings out a lot of the original i'll say the original stuff was because of what he wanted um some of the stuff now are are definitely a little bit more mainstream it, it's a bit more corporate but you know what business is business so if he's gone well you know what but you're absolutely right the og stuff if you watch jp's original release video he sat there and said i've made this pre-workout for me i've made this uh intra-workout product for me i don't really care if you don't buy it i'll use it all myself um yeah and i really respected that there are some bits that he's got out now that <sighs> i i get that you need a fully rounded range but if there's something in my range that I felt was a space filler, I'd rather just not do it. Yeah. I was just going to say, is there any product in your range that doesn't do as well, but you, you wish it would? And Maximize. It's, it's... Mm. Yes. Maximize never is used... fucking sick. Yeah. I've never used it myself. So um, if, if anyone takes, uh, anyone who's not from New Zealand, obviously, because people in New Zealand don't do these things, if anyone takes Clen, take and maximize with a clen um and then you'll get it 
That's the, that is the acid test. You take that and you go, all oh, right, okay, that's really, 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 really strong now. Um, Maximize was made because at the time I was powerlifting and I was running uh, NAP 50s or whatever you call them there if someone did take them there. Um, and uh, Anadrol, often yeah. called. And it used to mess up my stomach. So the ginger extract is in there to help suck your stomach. Again, if you're just taking lots of supplements generally, that probably makes sense. Um, and then you've got the estrogen that it engorges the filly in your stomach. So it slightly opens up those gaps in your stomach to allow the absorption of things just to be a little bit more efficient. And some of the data that New Live Science put out on estrogen, I don't know, Thomas might chime in on this, I think is is a little far-fetched. Um, yeah, I've the way I put New Live Science is you've always got to... These are, this is a company selling their product. Um, so I, a strong, I'm very skeptical, but some things do seem like they're translating through. That's probably the word. So, so we know that to a degree it's coming through. Does estrogen make things hit harder? Yeah. Does it increase your uptake of creatine by 300%? I find that highly unlikely. And, yeah. And, and that's it. So you can do that balance by checking surrounding evidence of how creatine works by itself will estrogen change your actual end outcomes of creatine no uh, i i would confidently say no but it, yeah it's interesting maybe that's something i'll need to order tom <laughs> yeah and i then, can talk um, to you a bit about maximize uh one of the things yeah, is that you've got black pepper extract in there which is yeah. it inhibits uh cyp32a which is uh, it's, it's known as the drug metabolizing enzyme it's an enzyme in your bloodstream that removes things from your bloodstream into your urinary tract Inhibiting that enzyme is not something that improves absorption, as people love to say. Oh, we put black pepper in to improve absorption. That's not what it's doing. Um, at a really high dose, it's an MAO inhibitor, but that's irrelevant. Um, but it does make some things hang around in your bloodstream for longer. If the compound you're thinking of is not mediated by CYP32A, it will do nothing. Um, so astrogen, we've got pretty good data that whatever you're putting in your mouth, it will probably help. Black pepper is very case specific. Apart from, uh, and I'm calling you out on this one, Richard. So black pepper is also an inhibitor of glucuronidation processes. And it's a notable inhibitor. And that is one of the mechanisms why it assists with curcumin absorption. And I think that there's enough data that I can confidently say. Yeah, no, you know what? Curcumin is... Curcumin is... You're absolutely right because it does improve. I curcumin is strongly excreted by CYP32A though, so I, I believe some of the problem is that curcumin is absorbed and then almost immediately excreted via that mechanism. Um, what I will say is hydrocurc doesn't require black pepper extract. Yeah, that's true. Which it's still in support max joint because at the time I was slightly skeptical of that information. Um, but I think I think they're probably correct on that, much to my annoyance. Well, what I'll I'll do the summary um, so that we don't go too long in this. But I think Maximize is an awesome product as a performance aid. I would always encourage it only to improve performance, not for every day for the rest of your life use. That is my personal statement because uh, it is the main thing is that it's it's reducing the clearance of these things and. As a result, we're also reducing the clearance of other things that you might want to clear. So you use it as a 
performance tool to meet your performance goals. But um, just because you can improve absorption, uh, decrease clearance of something, then it doesn't mean that you always should maybe just dosing that thing higher is a better idea. And, and, and Thomas is absolutely correct. And that's why Maximize is not in the products. A, a lot of a lot of products, a lot of brands now include both of these ingredients just in everything kind of shotgunned. And the two issues with that are, are for one, if you're taking six products in the morning and they've all got that, that's at the very least overkill, at the very least. Yeah. Um, but also um, prescribed medications. That That's the issue with these things just being included willy-nilly. Um, again, not something I've ever really had to worry about until the last couple of years when I, I've had this made-up pretend thing. Um, but it made me super conscious of, you know what, actually, this is something that a lot of people do have to deal with, you know. I don't understand the mechanisms of um, SSRIs well enough, but I... I can't imagine someone taking an SSRI wants to improve their absorption of it by 50% if they're on a specific dosage, for example. Yeah. Or mini opiates. Mini opiates. That's yeah. it's one of the things. So, uh, And I think what's misunderstood is that a lot of people are on significant pharmaceutical drugs alongside their normal life. I, mm -hmm. Probably things non-retailers don't see. But it comes up all the time that people are on hardcore sleep aids or other opiate yep. things for pain management. And piperine will, it, it, nearly all of them, it will push along. So that's why I like to treat piperine as what? a select at the time thing. Yeah. And I also like the fact that a lot of, I guess, what you do with Strom, which is um, there, there's not just a, I chuck the kitchen sink at every product and go oh yeah i, I like to yeah. start with five ingredients i don't know why i just i like five yeah um it's a separate i don't know if you can share <laughs> but obviously you you posted about stimumax hardcore the other day yeah. um i used stimumax pro last week for the first time incredible by the way tom uh yeah, a very very good pre-workout i uh, the, which one? I don't know which one. It was the Simumax Pro Blue Raz. Um, yeah, that's the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was very good. Like I really like that. Um, wasn't too strong. Like uh, that. Do not if and miss by J JP is quite strong at times. <laughs> um, but yeah, what can you share? What's in the the new one, if possible? Or I can because it'll be announced in the next week or so. Um, I'll pull my panel up now, but uh, JP knows how these things work. It, it's it's there, so we've got something in line with do not fucking mess. What you could basically say is that, because do not fucking, I'm just going to say do not fucking mess. Um, the whole effing is annoying. Uh, that is essentially a stacked up Stimumax Black um, in yeah. some ways, if yeah. you look at it. Um, it's just a little bit cranked up higher on the ingredients. Um, so one of the things that we used to say for people that want more than the 250 milligram calf sort of level just because they want it uh, is just take a scoop and a third, a scoop and a half of Stimumax Black. You'll get there really nice yeah. and you'll be spending the exact same money because any of your high Stimpres are usually 20 scoopers. So yeah, whilst so it's it's just 
adjust your scoop size. Your, your Stimulamax Extreme is obviously your citrulline, beetroline, naco, tyrosine, same as always. Caffeine's 300. I'll never go above 300 milligrams caffeine. I, I don't think caffeine's a very good stimulant. I think it's quite bell curvy in its effect. And there is some data around it being uh, unproductive for muscle building at the higher, higher doses. Um, 200 milligrams Juglans, 200 milligrams Gigelia, and then 150 milligrams bitter orange peel. Um, so that will be your very long-lasting, very clean, very sharp stim. Um, nice. Is there any extraction standardization? You keep your mouth before? to yourself, okay. Thomas. Okay. <laughs> I am excited by better orange peel. That's all I will say. Yeah, oranges are great. They're, they're full of vitamin C. Um, they're from Italy. They're good for health and they just make you feel... They're like good for health and heart rate. Um, it, it's a very sweaty pre. Um, yeah. I'll be quite honest when we when we do the we do the the blurb for it. It's not what I would choose to use. Pro is very much where I would sit, and then black I used to use like on a PB day when I was powerlifting. Um, but this this is very much a the market wants that that tier, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they everyone likes. Um, what's even what's Raw's new one that? Not Fab Savage or whatever it is, but he's got like the Super Savage. And I looked at the panel on that and I'm like, oh, geez, that's a, it's a, got your Himbean in it, and it's got 400 milligrams of caffeine and it's got creatine. And I'm like, geez, that's just throw everything at it. <laughs> that's every American pre ever. They all do just everything. And it's always 400 milligrams caffeine, it seems like it, it seems uncommon to, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a crude approach. Uh, yeah. So what's next for um for Strom then? Like if you're looking at, you know, the the back end of twenty twenty three to twenty twenty four, what's your kind of plans? Where you, where do you see yourself going with Strom? I would like I wouldn't like to. I'm I'm conscious we need to do more flavours in a lot of things. Um we we need to because that's somewhere we do lag behind a lot of the competition. Um, you know, we only do one flavor in Systomax. We only do one flavor in Lipid Max. Um, there's a lot of stuff. There's just two flavors in. Um, and I've always done that because I've gone, oh well, I've only got so many customers. Um, if I have five flavors, I'm just going to sell the same number of units, but split across five flavors. But mm. then th things like Hydromax are absolutely flying in the face of that. The more flavors we have, the more people try it. The more people get drawn in. The more people have two flavors on the go at once the more people don't get bored with it. So flavors, it's not very exciting is what it is. Um, and we want to keep expanding the kind of research side of things. We want to hopefully get some high quality studies done on our products. You know, they'll be potentially in-house or, or via a trusted third party. So they won't be as impartial as, as, as like a, a university study, but at least we will be able to get some data for us on some of the things that we're interested in. Um, and uh sorry to interject would that include the epigenetic stuff with the fitness portal i see that i've got a meeting with aaron next week about the epigenetic stuff because that is now ready to mm. go yeah yeah because that looks very cool yes yeah it, it's it's expensive right mm. um it's, it's really expensive um it's i think it's 350 quid and it takes six weeks to get the results back um Jeez. but i think we're now getting i mean 
one of the things with Strom is like I'm, I don't I don't want to say I'm done because we're not, but as a bodybuilder, all of the tools you need for your toolbox are there now. Yeah. But Fundamentum has just sold out again for the third time. And Fundamentum excites the fuck out of me because I'm now getting slightly older. Um, there, there's a million things I'd like to do with that. Um, there's so much I'd like to do with that. Um, and the epigenetics ties into that because though for those who are listening who don't, who don't know, you, your genetics, your DNA is obviously what you're born with. Your epigenetics are um, combinations of genes that come together to produce certain outcomes uh parts of genes that activate depending on your environment your diet depending on your supplementation that kind of thing and um we want to look at whether things like fundamentum can lead to more positive gene expression with consistent use over a long period of time because that would really show that the product has actual provable usefulness beyond just the data and the ingredients and yeah, the logic behind that is that because those ingredients, a lot of what we have on the evidence side and clinical studies on those ingredients alone is that they will make epigenetic changes that are uh, favorable for increasing health span. Yeah, I'll still crush my motorbike. But... Mm. but you'll be able to ride your motorbike really well until you crash it because your reaction time, your muscles, everything's running really well. I'll be able to ride my motorbike as well as I as well as I'm able to at the moment. Really well would be a stretch. <laughs> would would this um because I know Thomas is really interested in the fertility side. Would yeah. that be something that you would potentially touch on, especially with a lot of I guess bodybuilders that touch PEDs and all that? I don't know how. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this, but Thomas has probably said you know I have some involvement in the Nice Supplement Company, and I think Nice really does fit that niche um mm. i don't think we'd ever do that under strom you know in the same way that i said earlier if there's something in the market that's good i'll just sell that um yeah. i think i think nice is perfectly positioned for that i think it fits that market really well there's nothing about it that you know because because general public people want fertility yeah. things um and they might be put off by a bodybuilding brand um, I, I, I love Nice for for that side of things. I think Nice is is so well positioned, um, and and it allows a really intra individual approach um, mm. because because you've got so much single ingredient stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That said, we are um, like it, it is in discussion to have a stack product for Nice yes. that is tackling things in that way. Because Rick doesn't like taking multiple products. <laughs> neither, well, neither do I. When you when you look at your morning stack, and you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Me and Thomas talked about this before. Like, pill fatigue is a real problem with consumers, not because we must sell them more pills, but because you've got to make that choice as what has most utility for me. Like, right now, you're bodybuilding. So, yep. right now, I'm assuming health subs and things that are going to take priority in that stack. Yep, definitely. Yep. Every, I use Support Max, I use Support Max Joint. I actually use. Uh, what well, used to be called a strag flow, uh, but yeah. now kidney stack. Um, it was called kidney stack originally. Yeah, and then I think he had to change it legally, and now he's changed yeah. it back because he added potassium or. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, science. Yeah, it's just because the doctors say potassium. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those legislative, legislative things, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a world. 
Yeah, we actually had a very good podcast the other week with my doctor um, in New Zealand. He's called the Bodybuilding Doctor. With the McLaren? Uh, what was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah the McLaren guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was him. Um, but he's he's very uh, interested in, in that side because he's obviously very big on the pharmacology side. Uh, but he's he's quite interested in the um, the health subs and what they can do because he, he normally sends a, a list of ingredients to people and saying, you need to take this. So when he saw, oh, these products touch everything, it's like, wow, that's amazing. So it's quite it's quite interesting. We, we still get doctors that are blown away by the results of certain products. Lipid Max and Systol Max are the two that are most common and we get a doctor going, what the fuck, this doesn't make any sense because they're yeah. so effective. Um but yeah, pe- pe- having people like that on side is is hugely important, uh, and it's nice that there are people in the medical community that are starting to see the utility of these things. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like he's getting a lot of backlash from the rest of his medical community. Um, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 from my take from the one conversation, he does seem to really have his heart in it, and he's taken a bit of a perhaps a professional reputation hit in order to do something that he really believes in, which that is where he's winning my respect quite, quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had some quite off air open conversations around that and he's, he does it because he likes to help people. And I think that's end of the day, that's the same thing with what you do with Strom Rich and Thomas does as well. And we all just want to help. But um, unfortunately, especially in New Zealand, that's what, is the pain for me is that they try and stop you because they say, you know, this is, you know, not going to work. And I've even had doctors say to me, oh, nothing's going to help your kidneys. And I'm like, it's just not true. <laughs> it's yeah. Just- no, but I mean, it is, it's, it's, uh, it's exactly the same here. So it's not, it's not just New Zealand. I think it's all heavily left leaning countries now. Yeah. Which apparently we are. In the interest of just because you brought it up, uh, could you explain in a quick snap Lipid Max and the principle by how it works? No, you know I can't. Ah, I can. I didn't realize that was... Without check, when we did the product, I could have, but that one is not burned into my psyche as well as a lot of the other products. It's basically powling therapy. It's a combination of lysine and vitamin C. And it, it works via um, effectively kind of a basic like GCSE level. And that's like the exam 16-year-old do in this country. Yeah. Uh, displacement reaction. So my understanding is that the, the vitamin C lifts the LDL and the lysine is then able to remove it quite efficiently. Um, or the lysine lifts the LDL and the vitamin C is able to remove it quite efficiently. The combination of those two things at the same time allows that to work fairly well. It's really good at lowering LDL. It will do nothing for your HDL, but the ratio between your LDL and your HDL is is the thing that a lot of people are concerned with. If you think about your your HDL goes around scooping up LDL and your LDL goes around laying down um, deposits that eventually will turn into plaque and calcification. Um, There's also a couple of other bits in Lipid Max that will help slightly. There's some citrus bergamot again. There's some grapeseed extract. They're they're kind of added extras um, and they, they, they are helpful. The, the difficulty we have now is we've got a lot of bodybuilders that have used Lipid Max and have done a really good job with their LDL and just gone, well, that's cool, but their HDL might still be 0.5. Um, yeah. 
and and that is going to come up depending on your genetics very high doses of uh, good quality omegas things like krill oil cardio but also probably not taking any steroids yeah because steroids will kill your hdl and and anything you do to kind of offset that is at best going to be um you know it, it's a watering can on a house fire mm. Mm. and I, I i'm i'd love to be corrected on that i'd love someone to say well actually there's this thing and it will it will smash your hdl up i've never seen it happen in practice no i i generally like my my blood work my hdl it's generally okay um even in preps and and all that it's it's still okay but nothing i've done no matter you know the omegas and whatever i add in has made a dramatic effect on it i've seen people stop taking orals and then start taking you know a load of omegas and go oh look it's doubled well the you, you eliminated something it's like it's like uh, I've, I've stopped eating this food that's making me shit my pants no i don't shit my pants <laughs> yeah. and yeah. now now yeah. i'm okay so it's <laughs> yeah. that's uh unfortunately the the logic behind that um i am conscious of your time and our time uh tom is there any other further questions on your side no that about wraps it it's funny that you said that you couldn't answer that and i know that um research is a thing that's harder these days but you answered exactly how that was the explanation uh, that we really needed. It, it, I, I like to know the mechanisms on things. And I just, I know that with that particular product, um, I've used that with clients for probably six or seven years. It's something that Dean uh, brought up with me years ago um, that I'd used a few times before. And, and we've always found it to be very effective um, and because it was so effective, I never really worried about the mechanism. Um, but I know that there is some chemistry there, um, and chemistry is not not my strong point. Yeah, well, that, that level sense. of chemistry makes it might be worth a, a shot for myself as well, Thomas. I haven't tried that. There, there is, there is, yeah. a, there is a, if you're interested in the mechanistics of it, if you go to Stromucation, look for Lipid Max. There is a a detailed breakdown along with some video content and stuff. Interesting. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, look, I, I know you're uh, short on time as well. So thanks. It's really, I told T Thomas, this is amazing for me. Uh, someone that I look up to truly um, in the industry is yourself. And I know you're probably like, why? <laughs> why, yeah, why me? Um, but honestly, the, the impact you have to be able to put out products that my, I myself can go to people that, you know, respect my opinion. And I say, look, I've done blood work. I've taken this and I'm using this product, it works as uh, immense for me. And it just, it means that we can make a difference really um, in this country, which, yeah, which is all that matters really. So thank you from me. Um, I will, I will leave you boys to it. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks Rich, thanks. I suppose it's morning there. So enjoy your day. I'm going to go to bed. Well, awesome. Yep. Thanks right. Rich, you have a good day.